0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: hey young world welcome back to uh Steambox, the joyful rebellion season two the final episode episode six i'm here with the warriors in central falls central falls warriors please say what's up to the world what, and what i'm I like that. what i'm not gonna do is i'm not gonna do that fonzie sound that i make <laughs> at
3: Yo, this point for the first time hey. one of the last podcasts is-
4: Come
3: on.
2: This, is, uh, this is super special to me. Uh, we've got Genevieve back. Genevieve is one of the founders of Steambox, one of the Steambox first students that we had. Uh, she was with me in a previous organization and it was the students in that previous organization that I said, I have to leave this organization. I wanna start doing something better. And I asked a lot of the students to help me with this. And I've kept in touch with Genevieve uh, all throughout. One, so that, uh, because you are all my babies, uh, and it's, that's a forever thing, uh, but two, uh, so that Genevieve can also have a, an, any opportunity possible to come back and impact Steambox. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why she's here today, because uh, Genevieve, as we talked about on episode five, uh, has her master's and is a professional in the field, is a young professional who can actually help us sort through our mental wellness um, search for joy. So, uh, Genevieve, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I didn't uh, push this on episode five, but I would love for you to uh, tell the world where they can follow you, if they should follow you, where they can find your work.
0: Um yeah, so I'm on Twitter. Twitter is where I have a lot of opinions on things. Um I'm a little bit more liberal in that sense on Twitter. So you can follow me at um Jenny Benny, That's G-E-N-N-Y, B-E-N-N-Y underscore on Twitter and then underscore Jenny Venny um on Instagram.
2: It's funny because uh she used to be in that in that position that you guys are in where she's a student at steambox and now she and i have been side by side in some battles there's sometimes where she we've been a tag team online just people up just really like just really going to war (laughs) really going to war with people on uh real stupid issues uh real stupid things um so yeah genevieve thank you for being a leader on that front as well do you remember any of these
0: Um, Absolutely. Uh, Facebook is where I have like the, the back and forth with a lot of local folks who have no idea what they're talking about. and um, just like to talk nonsense. So I've had since had to unfollow block um, distance myself from those pages because otherwise I will not have a lot of mental health. <laughs> has that ever?
2: So yeah, that's the correlation, right? Social media has impacted your, your mental health. Has social media ever like directly punched you in your mental health in your mental
0: wellness um 1000 i think we're we're all now growing up in this um space where people can say anything anytime whenever they want without consequence um and also put forward ideas that are like just harmful they're harmful to all of us um like whether that be like just about your identity, about your body, about your relationships. Um, it's it's horrible. And you know, there's some growth in that. You have to figure out where where you're drawing your lines. Like when do you step away from um whatever, whatever it is that's harming you.
2: You know, I mean there's there's two parts of what you mentioned. That really stick out at me one is I, I think about the shooting that happened in buffalo recently where uh this person um searched for the area code that had the most black people near them yeah. and they went to that area code and they opened fire and they committed uh, mass murder and one of the things that was in their documents that they wrote about is something that you see online. It's the kind of things that I see on Fox News. There's uh, several people on Fox News who I've heard say this, but there's also a bunch of they almost send it as memes, right? And they talked about uh, rep- what was it, replacement theory, the yeah. the, the race replacement, yeah, that
0: um, essentially like white folks are being replaced by black and brown um, in the
2: population. So that makes that makes that makes certain white people who are not. Who, who see stuff like that and, and don't have the mental wellness themselves to process that as fake news, that makes them hate every single person in this room with me as they look around because what they, the message that they're getting, receiving, and then sending back. So I know that they've actually processed this information and believe it because they're sending that information back out that all of you are here to replace them to extinguish them, to take over for them, to take every single thing from them. And that's what's making people hate. Social media made that person hate. But also when I see that person send those messages, I hate to say this, social media makes me hate too. It makes me hate people in my own circles, people of color who say stupid shit like that. I don't know if you have those uncles or cousins but like almost every family has one who's like, yeah, you know, we really got to stop. Uh, we really got to stop immigrants coming in from Puerto Rico. And I'm like, hold on. Can I tell you a couple things about Puerto Rico? <laughs> like, like Puerto Rico is uh, part of the U.S. Uh, for probably bad reasons, but we are. Right. So Puerto Ricans are just as American as Mexicans are American and as Guatemalans are American, uh, which is a whole nother conversation. Um, I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic. But I wanted to say that there were two things. That's one of them. That's a recent thing that I saw. And we, we can talk about a direct impact, how this directly impacts you. But another one that I think about is uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes I see people online uh, who are social media influencers and they are paid. We had a social media influencer on our podcast a few weeks ago right here. She's a great person. Great Puerto Rican person who's an uh, um, influencer for cosplay. Some people are influencers because they have a great ass. It's just the case. It's your favorite. That's great. You're the target demographic for them. the The problem is, uh, the problem is sometimes when I see, uh, sometimes when I see what men look like online, it makes me look in the mirror and be like, well, I don't know, my left. I look like I got a man boob up here, like uh, like what's you can make money. what's oh, happening? I'm sure everybody has a thing, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes it makes me question myself and how I look, or sometimes it makes me feel weird because their styles are so different from my styles and it makes me feel isolated. I'm wondering if any of those things have impacted you in any way. Can anybody go ahead? I kind of like
4: done in a negative way, but it's kind of like a motivator for me. Like I see all along what you just said. Like about high school and different, like how men are like look online
2: with those abs and stuff like that, and that's me like kind of like motivates me. It's like, yeah, I'm start working out. I want to have that kind of body. So it has impacted you. It does impact you, and it and there can be positive results for the impact that it has on you. It can improve your physical health because you're motivated by that. Anybody else? So, um, what I want to ask is if that does impact you or if anything impacts you, the last episode, do you remember the one thing in episode five that people said they were impacted by? Mm-hmm. It wasn't family, good guess. School. It was It was school. School is what's bringing us stress. A for the day, for the people that said school, uh, congratulations, you get another chicken sandwich. I'm lying. Uh, what I wanna ask is, I wanna ask who is somebody that you're willing to talk to. I'm going to give you a preface. I'm going to give you a preface, an example of what I mean, but I definitely want to hear from everybody. I want to hear examples from everybody. I want to hear a description. I want to be able to draw a picture after of what this person should look and be like, right? So on the picture, I could point to the outside and say they should look like this. And I could point to the inside and say, this is how they should think, you know, point to their heart and say, this is how they should emote but before I do that, I want to reference back your second sandwich. Uh, the Children's Youth Cabinet uh, right here in Rhode Island uh, have really been um, great. They have, uh, they have recognized your podcast, your regular podcast, as a very powerful uh, production. Um, and they wanted to see what it's like when we talk about our mental wellness in the way that we have. And it's honestly been the pleasure of my life. It's been one of the most important things I've ever been a part of is doing this with you and putting a black and brown person in front of you every single week, having the students decide the kind of things that we should talk about, how we should talk about it and what ways we should do it uh, and being able to pay the students for that. But also uh, that's why we've got the great food in here today uh, because they have also funded this. So I wanna give a shout out to the CYC. Uh, You guys have all have a, a, a game that everybody got to pick. So I want to give a shout out to Hasbro uh, for, you don't have to hold up your, you don't have to hold <laughs> up your games. Like by the power of Grayskull, I have Taboo and Battleship. I
5: love
2: you, ben. Uh so, so yeah, we love Hasbro. Uh, and also I want to thank uh, the people at Owl Labs because the people at Owl Labs sent us this meeting owl, which is so much better than putting down the iPad every week and hitting and record because now we've got a 360 camera uh, and we're really able to have great discussions with eight microphones inside of it. So uh, shout out to Owl lab, shout out to CYC, shout out to Hasbro, and Genevieve, shout out to the heroes who started Steambox. Thank you so much. Shout out to the students who produced this podcast. So now the question at hand, here's the preface. Uh, my son, my son has said uh, that he was struggling with some things. And I noticed because he, he used to be chubby, and then he started walking it off. So his means, as you guys talked in the previous episodes about how you deal with things, how you cope, he coped by walking. And all the time, that's like, I notice those things. I'm his dad. I notice these things about my son. And I'm very, I have a close relationship with him. Uh, So I try to talk to him and we do talk. uh, But I want to make sure if he needs more help, that's available. So I would say, hey, is it, is it time that we get like uh, a therapist? You can go to a therapist, you know, once a week or something like that. And he says, no, no, no. Uh, my son's one of those guys. that's too cool to talk about some, some stuff. Uh, Jordan mentioned in previous episodes, the toxic masculinity that boys aren't supposed to cry. Boys aren't supposed to feel. And I do believe, I do believe that as much as I try for that, not to be a part of our culture, I do believe that's a small part of our culture as, no matter how much I try. But finally he did say, you know, I think I'm ready to talk to somebody. And I think this, this school year has been hard. He's, he now has a job, a girlfriend, goes to school. Uh, his parents have moved into different households as opposed to the domestic partnership that we were in. So now he's got so much going on. He's like, oh, hold up, I'm, re- I'm ready to talk to somebody. But there's so many options. What do we want? There's online now, thankfully, right? Uh, And he's an introvert. So does he want online? He does not. He wants to go in person, which limits it because now some people are only doing online. We're limited to the kind of insurance we have. Um, But he also said, I want to talk to somebody of color. Uh, And that's one of the reasons I bring somebody young, black and brown in to help process these. This is why Genevieve is here. And he also says um, that he's more comfortable talking to a girl and I have guesses as to why that is. I don't want to speak for him. I don't want to speak for him and I don't want to say anything bad on his behalf, but I think it's similar to some of the things that we might've already talked about. So um, so I'm going to start with Genevieve and then I'm going to ask all of you, tell me at least one, you can make a list, you can say three to five if you want, but tell me at least one thing that's important to you that I said, hey, if we have a Steambox counselor on Mondays scheduling time with you, so, but you can make them however you wanna make them. Tell me something important about them. Um, actually, I'm not gonna start with you, Genevieve. I'm gonna end with you. Um, I'm gonna start with whoever's ready. Tell me something that they would prefer from a therapist, a Steambox therapist to talk to you guys. Go ahead. Uh, there's
4: like two things, two things. I want some like someone that's like, can be very understanding and like, I can have, like, a piece of advice I can, like, go with the situation. And, like, if they experience it themselves. And uh, I just don't want someone that's, like, like very judgy, you know?
2: You do or don't, you said? Don't want someone that's judgy. Yeah. That's the second thing? Yeah. Sounds like the first thing, too. Because the first thing I heard was you want somebody who's understanding. Yeah. The opposite of judgy, right? Like, you want somebody who's not going to. So So let me talk about, let me focus on the other part. And, and forgive me and tell me if I'm going too much information. I'll edit this out if I have to. Would it help, uh, because all of us are different in some way, and one way that I saw you attacked on, uh, on Monday was uh, somebody talked about your religion. Would it help if somebody had a similar rel- no. had your religion? No. It would not help.
3: No.
2: So this person doesn't have to have your religion the reason i ask is because you said you want somebody who's experienced the kind of things you did and i was wondering so thank you for answering that doesn't they don't have to have your religion um but you want somebody who can relate to your experiences and is understanding without being judgy okay thank you who,
5: go ahead um speaking of the religion part i feel like i'd understand with him like i don't want someone that's of oh, the same religion as me because I'm Christian. And so I feel like they bring up the vibe yeah, and they bring stuff up the, the and you're plan. like yeah. crying. I like more There's
3: judging something. than normal people. Yeah, be, like more
5: judgmental.
4: Yeah. and like, yes. like a like, yeah. violation
2: act of God. You shouldn't be saying this or thinking
4: of
5: yeah.
2: this. So I feel like- this is, I just learned from both of you because you told me no and you told me why. And I think those are two things because normally I'm trying to have almost a mirror you know what I mean? Some because I think that that would be comfortable and in superficial ways. Somebody who looks like you, close to you in age, close to you in, um, close to you in color, and and maybe culture. Those are things that we said we wanted. But when we get to religion, no, no, no.
4: no. Well, they're gonna be like, oh, it's like the reason you're acting like this is because you're not praying to God every day. You're not like
2: you're like straying away from God. That's why you're feeling like this. Yeah. Yeah, Religion's
6: very toxic in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast and I, I really don't want to, I don't want the hate mail for agreeing with you on that, but I totally agree with you. (laughs) Um, Who else can tell me something? Tell me something that you do want in, in a therapist or somebody that you would talk to. Let's say, uh, let's say Steambox had a counselor uh, and we're going to make time just for you so that everybody can have their own counsel free at Steambox. What do you want? What do you want them to look like? What do you want them to be
6: like?
5: I guess we, I'd want them, like you said, around my age, maybe, or maybe someone a bit older who'd like have more experience and would be wiser, but also someone who would listen and not like just tell me what to do about it, because um, sometimes like, I'll have this conversation with my mom, but she's, like, already, like, telling me what to do and, like, doesn't hear me out. And so I'm just sitting there. And at the end, when she's done talking, she's like, do you have anything to talk about? And, like, all the things that I did want to talk about, she's talked about it already, but not in, like, like how I would talk about it. Like, in a negative, not negative way, because um, in a parental in the, way, the opposite way of how I would go about the situation.
2: Yeah. Do you ever feel like... Do you ever feel like, you know, some of the answers and you just need to talk about it? You're nodding your head. Yes. But I want to remind you that it's a podcast.
5: Oh (laughs) um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, what, so you, you said two different answers. You said close to your age and then you said older, uh, so that they'd be experienced. Uh, what's the perfect age for the therapist that we're creating for you?
0: age
2: a number um 25 yeah Yeah. i guess
0: 25 yeah 25 is like a good number
2: genevieve are you 25 genevieve is hired um hired good tell me something that you would look for in a therapist steambox has a therapist for you and you said hey you know what i'm gonna go and talk to this therapist this week what is it what is your wish list for the therapist that we hire what do you hope they look like what do you hope they sound like what do you hope they are like really much louder
7: First,
1: have like respect, I guess. I don't know. Um,
2: two years, I don't know. So you started with respect, and that's a big one. Here's my only problem, and I think that's great. I think that's a great place to start. My problem with the word respect is if I asked all of us to define it, if we went around the table, like if I said uh what is quiet, and you guys would all tell me, like you would make a synonym for silence, and you would tell me the same answer. But if I ask what is respect, and I went around the table you guys will give me different answers, right? Like we all have a different idea of what respect is. Some people say listening. Some people say uh, giving me feedback. Those are two different things as just described. So what does respect mean to you? At least tell me that much.
5: Um, like
1: listening. Okay.
2: So somebody who would listen to you. You want somebody who's gonna listen. And these are things that we're hearing, but it's not necessarily things that the therapists automatically do. You would think that that's something that, we, that they all do uniformly, but not necessarily, um, Naya. If I had somebody, I know, I know Naya works out her own problems. I know Naya actually enjoys working out her own problems and doing a million things, and not just her own solutions, but being the solution for all of you. That's why Naya is a future leader and a current leader as freshman class president. But let's say that all of that, all of that weight that you carry uh on your shoulders for everybody else let's say that Steambox gave you a place to un unburden it and come and talk about these things what do you want from a counselor what's what should they look like let's start there what should they look like um
1: definitely colored person um, of color yes
2: any preference no okay
1: um personality they gotta have personality
2: so no whiteies, and they've got to have a personality That's wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: and um there was one more thing what
2: is what is personality to you
1: okay so let's say if i make a joke that's like sad but they don't laugh and they just look at me like i'm suicidal or something that's the problem (laughs) yes yes and um
2: you guys you have support from people around the room okay uh
1: what's like if i tell them something And they go back and tell someone else, or they call my mom and tell them, "I don't need that." So
2: I feel like oh, like the school counselor. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the word? I like I want to say confidence, but what's what's the word for that? Like confidentiality.
7: Confidentiality,
2: yeah. Privacy. 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 Okay. I heard rapport. I heard privacy. Privacy, I think, is a really good one. Um, try not to. Don't forget we're recording. Um, so you want privacy? You want somebody who's going to keep it private and no whiteys. That's really important.
3: No like, one no, None
6: of these no crackers. They're
0: trying to re- <laughs> oh, yo that's crazy.
3: That's crazy, bro. That's that's crazy. Crazy.
6: We all know where this was going. All right. So
2: that oh
3: my crazy. god. So uh
2: let me share. Let me I don't I don't want listen, I don't want Keith to feel bad, so let me just share and agree with him. No crackers, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bro. Keith, uh, what do you want from a mental wellness expert? Steambox has one. Uh Steambox has one for you. Um what do they look like
6: and what are they like? No cracker. Um, no, unlike some people, unlike, you know, all you racist people, I prefer a cracker to be my favorite. Oh. <laughs> but um but bro, I want someone who's like Do you mean yeah, that you prefer a white person? I don't I don't care your race. Okay. I don't do about okay. like Any any race. No, nah, I don't care what age? Race. Age I would say between 20 and 35. Between so 20 and, and 35. Okay. 20 and 35. Um and Can you tell me why? Because I've noticed that, because um, my aunt is like 30, 30, some, 30 she's 35 plus whatever random number she decided to add. <laughs> um, that's her actual age, 35 plus whatever. But my cousins are 20, but see, they always understand what I'm going through. So like they understand everything that, you know, I'm like, that's the one part of my family that's like very understanding because I've lived with them for like most of my life. So like they understand all stuff I'm going through, stuff like that. If I need help, they'll help me out. You know, like they're very relatable. So that's why, like I would say, thirty, I'm mean, twenty to like thirty-five because of that. Um, but if I, like I said, no people, no religion, because I hate religious. It's <laughs> yeah, so it really just toxic. It's just shove it, it down your throat. throat. They, they for real. Yeah. They just shove it down your throat. Like, and then people. Who always, like, there are two people that piss me off more. One person that always says, oh, you're like this because you're a Libra. Or you're like this oh, because you're a Libra. Oh. There and I'm we going go to... with the space racism. Space
1: racism. That's, what space <laughs> that's space a major, so that's what
2: that's a say say major I'm thing. I'm an Aries.
6: Is this, are we talking about spacism?
3: spacism.
7: Oh, spacism. That's a
6: major thing, though. So, like, it's, you know, now you be like, oh, well, he's just joking. But no, it's a major thing. You know, a lot of people actually care about that. And I would say, yeah, someone that's private, private about it. You know, I'm, like she said, make a suicidal joke. I'm not, I'm joking. Okay, I'm not going to kill myself. Just have a one one. just kidding. Oh, yeah. Just imagine you keep
3: saying, yeah. uh, out the window. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I so, But it's just, like,
6: someone that's like... I could joke around with, and they don't get offended by it. Someone that's not easily offended. Keith, here's why your answer is bullshit. I think.
5: I
2: think, wow. I think your answer is bullshit because uh, I think you're just acting like that because Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder, you act like a Pisces. Yeah, yeah you like, you're like a
7: Pisces. I'm Hold
2: like on. Gemini. I am a Pisces. What the? F- does that mean? <gasps> <laughs>
3: Keith, Keith,
2: Keith, I chose a random, right? oh, random side. I chose a random side. Keith, uh, I kid. Uh, I call you our resident genius because I mean it. Yeah. I uh, understand and agree with a lot of what you say. I was forced into a Catholic school uh, <laughs> growing up for elementary, and it hurt me more than it helped me. <laughs> I know we agree that school hurts us. That was episode five of the Joyful Rebellion season two podcast. School hurts us, and that's something that we talked a lot about. But Catholic school, <laughs> Catholic school. I had a lot of questions. For example, uh, when asked why I didn't attend mass on Sunday, and said that like I, well, I had a had a football game, and then I was told that like you go to hell if you don't like if you if you miss church. And I'm like, but you said your God is all forgiving and all loving. Like I'm really confused about this. Um, I don't again. I don't want to get into the nuances. I'm not invalidating religion, but in the context of a therapist, I understand what you're saying. Where we want solutions. That are immediate and that that we believe in. We want solutions that we believe in, and sometimes, uh, if if somebody's talking to you about a different religion or even your own religion, uh, it might seem like a less than practical solution. So I, I think I is that about right?
6: Yeah. Uh, on top of that, like um, I I don't like religion because I was like kind of like I'm not gonna say traumatized, but I was very afraid because if you go into a black church. There's a lot of crazy <laughs> shit going on at a young age. I've seen people
3: faint in church and I'm like, what the
6: what is going on? He just died. He, like like you see this one person just shaking like they're having a seizure and then collapsed on the floor. And then I'm a white sheet over them too. Exactly. I'm speaking like, out of the experience. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I'm, I was afraid of it. And I was like, all right, you know I'm not going to church over again. Because I assume that's what it was like. I assume that was all of it. And yeah, on that fact that um their God was supposed to be all forgiving, but you know there's a bunch
2: of fucked up jd's out. so
6: super yeah
1: is very uh, you
2: make a compelling point Naya, go ahead
1: i just want to say that i'm a capricorn yeah. You're- <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> what does that what does
2: that mean what's your birthday what is it
1: january 11th. both of us yeah all right
2: we got so we got january babies in the house does that does that mean something to you do you believe in do you believe in the zodiac stuff do you believe that that makes you you know how you are
1: no, not really I'm
2: always
3: surprised I don't think
1: We're completely opposite And we're the same thing Like, what? Yeah, well, exactly. we get along good So it's
3: just like that All right All right. Scorpios, is all I understand Bro, why? <laughs> oh, why is
2: he always
7: going after me, bro?
2: Scorpios and sources I've always wondered Hold on So so his, here's here's a question Uh, If you all are at therapist um, And I am I understand that many of you Would have a problem with it So I'm not asking if you have a problem with it I'm asking if you're cool with it If you, you state you're, if you state your problem if you if you articulate your anxiety to a therapist mm-hmm. and then your therapist says back well sometimes capricorns be like that oh my
5: god <laughs> it,
2: my question is that's my question is fun. are is anybody here like is anybody here like right I, I, no I i've more
6: people so <laughs> want to slap <laughs> Robert the bird out of them <laughs> question
7: would it be as a joke like not nah, how do i explain yeah it was, if, like, if like, no. you no. were like, joke like uh that's
2: no. how idiots be i'm like right i am one <laughs> like as a joke or I, is it for
7: real i meant it i meant it uh for real oh yeah no no hold
2: on hold on hold on i'm not suggesting in this fake scenario that their practice is based on astrology is it astrology, yeah, uh, it's astrology. i'm not i'm not saying that their practice is based on astrology i'm just saying that they happen to mention that maybe you're like that because you're a Leo.
6: There's, dead, oh, There's, so There's so many. No. It, it, okay, so got fun. it, got the it. So
2: I'm stuff. I'm just saying for the record and for the podcast and for the audience who listens at home and around the world, you guys finally agree on one thing that <laughs> you ain't having that shit. You are, <laughs> not,
5: yeah, you
2: are not having the zodiac. <laughs> be, a like part, that, baby. be a part of uh your therapy. Bro, Pisces always be that. Pisces always be like that. Uh, what do you wait? I'm sorry, you already answered Brandon. Uh, you're going to steam box therapy, you're going to the steam box counselor. We have a counselor time set aside just for you specifically. What do they look like? What does your counselor look like? Loud, please. I don't care. You don't care. Your counselor could look like anything, any age around that age. You want somebody who's Pretty much younger than thirty-five, yes. because there's a generational gap. Okay. Oh, I want a boomer. Um, I will say to you, and here's here's how, and I'm not of the boomer generation. I promise you that. Uh, <laughs> my dad is. I I'm not. Uh, I understand the reference, but here's how I'm a metaphorical boomer. Uh, the other day we had a conversation about the N word and the B word, and you guys called me out for uh for censoring myself when I said the N word, and that's because. Uh, that's because for me, uh, that word is just is just a, a certain thing, right? Like that word is just a certain, like it's a word of hate, but your generation has embraced it and taken it back in some ways, in ways that I never agreed with, right? So I would argue against that, but it doesn't matter. That's not my point. My point is that was another point that you agreed on. Your generation is like, no, this is our word. We can say this word. Here's how we can use it. Um, and And I would disagree. But my point is, of my generation and of my age, that's one of those things where it's hard for me to relate and understand. And I understand that, Brandon, when you say, and Keith, when you say you want somebody under 35, you want somebody who can relate and understand to the your way. I get it, Keith, go ahead. Um,
6: on that whole like saying the N word, right? I feel as if like, that is kind of like, to, um, to me, you know, I don't care if you're ridiculing me for it, but I feel like it's a good thing because we've gone past, some of us at least, have gone past the point of, all right, well, now the N-word's not most of a bad thing. It's more of, all right, well, if you use it, you don't mean it in the way it was meant to be used. That, I'm And
2: and I hear you. That's not what we're doing on this podcast. I'm just, I would feedback just real quick that it does empower the old white racist teacher that i mentioned Arthur Norman <laughs> who's a teacher in Providence located at 123 who
3: called <laughs> who well, called
2: I the like student that. that word and again i forgive me i'm just using this as a quote but in the union court because the union defends the teacher again there's a reason that you all say school is a point that makes you unwell when the school defends that teacher in court he says but i was saying nigger not with the hard off. It sounds like something out of dogs. It's, it's, it's not a it's, it's, It sounds
3: like blue dog. It sounds comical. Yeah.
2: My point is, my point yeah, is this is a wellness good. podcast, please. Uh, yeah. My point is, uh, I worry about the way that it empowers people. But it doesn't matter. That's my generation. My generation, I, there's a reason that I think the way that I do. And I'm not invalidating that there's a reason that you think the way that you do and when you all agreed on the usage. So uh, so we're gonna move past that. What are you looking for in a counselor? Steambox counselor, what do you want them to be like? What do you want them to look like? What do you want them to act? What do you want them to like? What's their personality?
3: Personality? Okay, let's go first. G- generic, just look like I don't care what they look like, what race they are. Actually, I would prefer if there was something different, so I can get different stand viewpoints on things. Because so I already know how I view it. I want to know how other people see it. Another thing, a woman. I want it to be a woman too, because I feel like if I'm talking to a man, I'm gonna have something. I'm I'm gonna be, uh, pre- like preserving my image. Like yeah yeah yeah. So so I said instead of just like opening up, really, I would be closed off. I feel like it's just easier to talk to women on things that are like more emotional based rather than logical. Uh, Back to like. Emotional
2: intelligence versus logical intelligence, which is a generalization. I just want to point out that we all we all are using it in that way as a generalization, not as a fact about women or men. And of course,
3: young. Younger 100 because I feel like older people like they think they understand but they don't because they can say I went through it too but they went through it like in the 60s which is like a while ago so it was different. Um, as if, there, it, as if there's some Vietnam War version. like back in my day, shut up. Okay, go ahead. Do you want uh?
2: Do you want a gamer?
3: Gamer? Oh.
2: You're my only wrestling buddy in here. Do you want somebody who loves wrestling?
3: Okay. I want it to have my similar likes and interests because it's something that I could talk to them about yeah. and say, oh, this protected me from doing other stuff. Like, I got into this to, like, in a therapy where they, they can say how that helps people rather than people who don't understand what I like. And they're just like, oh, okay, you know? We've, with others.
2: we've covered more than 60% of us so far, but um, one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is we talked about how now... And, and this is another area where school is failing. School had advancements during the pandemic. So school could never teach you when you were at home. Pandemic hits and now all of a sudden they're like, log in to www.com. And we're gonna, your learning is gonna take place on Zoom or meets or wherever the hell. Uh, but I thought that was an advancement. I thought that was helpful that we've advanced and been able to help people in different ways. Whether it was for you or not, it was for some people. Some people learned better that way. Some people didn't. And I'm wondering... Why we don't still have that? Why are we going back to what didn't work, even though it works for some of you? Why are we going back to what didn't work if we know that we can help some of us better in a certain way? I'm sorry. So my question is, if now therapy works in the same way where they have uh, telehealth or in person, uh, how many of you, by raising hands, would prefer to do it online? How many of you would prefer to log in from your phone or computer at home, laptop or whatever, and have telehealth? None of you, which is interesting because I'm an introvert. I'm a nerd. You guys are a bunch of nerds. who watch Netflix all day. You use your devices. Would you prefer to do telehealth and meet your therapist online or would you prefer to meet in person? And what I saw was no hands for telehealth, which means most people would in person, Naya would prefer telehealth. Is this because you do so many things, Naya? (laughs) Give me a break. Let me be at home. Yes. All right. So Naya is the one person for telehealth, but most of us, do not prefer this method okay you prefer in person can anybody tell me why and i'm gonna still move on with the same question earlier
6: it matters for like if you actually being in person really matters instead of actually talking just on the phone because it's human interaction you know you, you kind of need that it actually helps with some of the problems that you have so say like all right well um dealing with some depression type of thing they'll you need that support like in person because like. It's hard to explain, but it's just saying that in person is better than just out person because it's a human interaction. I, I see
2: two other people. I see three other people that want to answer this. And I'm going to come back to all of you in just a second. But let me go back to the previous question. I promise I'm going to come right back to it. Uh, I was going to ask you the same question about I'm, I know I'm skipping. Uh, I was going to ask you the same question about what we prefer in therapists, therapist. But you had an interesting uh, thing. I noticed the Anime Boston one of the features that they had at Anime Boston was a virtual, a virtual person who interacted with people in the crowd. This virtual person would talk to you and say your name and be like, "Oh, Roberto, blah 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 blah." That's a really cool shirt. And so there is a hologram of a person, and for many of us who love Japanese anime and stuff, this is the cutest person alive, right? Like it's just somebody who's manufactured from what we as anime ner- nerds like so they have that image right like that perfect image of the kind of stuff that we're into talking to people and you mentioned that as something that you like uh, just as a just as a um as a, like almost like hobby would you say uh well that's
3: like kind of different that's like VTubers, and the, the the thing i do that's the way like it's shown like the content is vocaloid but yeah, like it's, it's, yeah, it's like a passion,
2: I guess. What if, what if we could have a therapist like that? Would that appeal to you? No. You want a human. Yes. I just want to specify because you would be the first person, right? Because that's something that you're interested in already. So just in case, as we move forward with technology, a hologram was a choice. You prefer to not have a hologram. You prefer to have a human. Yes. And I'm asking, again, the reason I'm asking you is because you would be the, you're the target demographic for a hologram. So even the person who loves holograms is like, no, I want a human. Uh, what else is important to you about somebody to listen to you?
3: Um, well, I think one aspect that we haven't really talked about, I feel like, so far, is that they're, like, it's really obvious that they're caring. Like, they really care about your problems and want to help you find ways to solve them. What
2: does that, what does that, what does that seem like? How do you know somebody is caring? I feel
3: like that's hard, but, like, like, hmm, are yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess body language is a way and also just like how they like they really just I guess they would like say specific ways and try and solve and help you like be on on board with you and like try and find ways to help you
2: thank you for sharing <laughs> uh a moment ago we took a deviation and we were talking uh we were talking about something else Keith gave me his answer um go ahead
3: what was, what was the question again? So I remember I raised my hand. It was a don't <laughs> remember what the question why, why was. Why do you
0: prefer? Why do you prefer? You prefer
3: in, person, yeah. in, person, in person, because you can tell that it's more personalized. Like they're with you and not focused on anything else. In online, they could have another tab open while they're looking at the webcam. Oh,
2: you know this because you were doing. <laughs> yes. Same exact yeah, we were all doing it. Same
3: exact thing. Yo, I'm an adult and I got my Xbox on the whole
4: time exactly. I'm in
2: these Zoom meetings. The
4: whole time. I would
3: just have my cam- camera right in front of my Xbox and just. Yeah, you know exactly. the thing is, we can see you typing stuff. Oh yeah, you could also see me sleeping because I have my camera on yeah. too. but you know how I get busted. The lighting changes
2: behind me. The lighting changes as like I get into different things. I score a goal in Rocket League and then yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, but I feel like in person there's more of a connection with your therapist. Like online, I feel like you could just watch one of those mental health videos on YouTube that's all really really fake and it do the same thing to
2: Go ahead. So YouTube.
3: I would say.
4: I don't like online. I prefer like in prison. Cause like again, so it's the confidentiality. If you're in your home, <laughs> your parents can hear you. Like they can hear you tell the talk. I'm just like, no, because they already think I'm crazy. Like if they hear me talking about my problem, they're gonna think I'm more crazy. I've asked my parents if I can have a therapist one, one time, and they're like, my dad's like, Wait, are you are you crazy or something? And my mom just comes down and she's like, she's upstairs, and she's like, she's like, oh, I love this is those video games making him crazy. And I'm just like. Well, what's the point of asking at this point it's like if anything that's like something wrong
2: with him me mentally it's gonna think it's like it's like uh i'm crazy type of thing remind me to come back to video games go ahead exactly. um so you're afraid that by doing it on telehealth uh people at home would be eavesdropping or even mm-hmm. accidentally hearing something that you said that's meant for privacy yeah yeah that is something that like again this came from a real example and that is something that I considered. You know for my son i i'm thinking hey you know you can have whatever space in the house that you need blah, blah blah but i understand that that's still true right like that's still true and that's not helpful for privacy um thank you for that thank you for that those are really good examples uh what sh- what should they look like
7: okay to me i'll say someone that's asian
2: asian specifically how yes. come
7: just because I would like to have another minority. And one minority that I haven't heard much of is Asians. I don't have uh, that many Asian friends that actually...
2: To- Asian man or Asian woman? I know I'm asking you to pick a gender. I know I'm dated even asking you to do that.
7: See, I don't, I don't really it. it. could be either one. Okay. And it, I just, I feel like I'll be comfortable with either one. Yep. And for some reason, just for me, I'll say they have to be fat. <laughs> fat <laughs> um, Asian you want a fatty? Yeah, yes.
2: Fat Asians are not really uh, no, easy to come by.
7: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I have a
7: fat Asian friend, and he's like the one person that I feel like I could actually speak of on stuff like depression, drugs, drinking, stuff like that. And he would understand and not like take it as a joke. So right? you're gentrifying.
2: You know what's interesting? It's, it's really, there's a fine line, right? Just like we drew one earlier. Um, there's a fine line about how similar we want them to be We want them to be able to relate to us like X, Y, and Z, but not the same religion. We want them to be able to relate to us on X, Y, and Z, but even we want different cultures so we can have different viewpoints. So you're saying very similar, but you're also saying in specific ways, what ways that you don't want them to be similar.
7: Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. But you want that unique fat Asian, uh, which is... I've, I've
7: never actually dealt with all of that. Yeah. And again, I'm just... Interested on how someone that like it's as you like said a whole different viewpoint for me.
2: Give me one value that you want them to have.
7: Uh, I'll say they have the same like likes as me, like anime, video games. I actually, understand all those stuff. All right, so I could actually speak to them with something that isn't my mental health.
2: All right, so and you, do you want like a baseball player, somebody who used <laughs> to play baseball?
3: Be- uh, you be- um, Solo just. Uh,
7: It's coming down to like two types of people, even though they're sort of similar. A passive version of me or someone who has a Mamba mentality. Mamba.
2: You're talking about Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality? Okay. Okay. A killer instinct when it comes to sports and athleticism and competition. Do you have a Mamba mentality when you're out there? (laughs)
1: most people would say
7: that i do but i think i'm nowhere close to that
2: oh your goals are far away you set really high goals Mm -hmm. okay tell me else uh what else what should they look like
7: um obviously someone who's young but not too young you know like yeah the the youngest would probably be 30
2: the oldest 40 so you want that sweet spot, mm-hmm. and most of you do. So after forty, these people should just kill themselves or start another career, oh right? Is that what like? Don't whoa. talk to me anymore. You no soon. more are you gonna? Really you, like, you are me. no <laughs> longer willing. I'm not willing to listen to this conversation. I'm not. I'm not qualified because uh, I am over forty. Oh. No, I appreciate that. He's Thank 30 you. Thirty plus whatever. Well, I say twenty nine, and my being 29 turned 18 this year so being 29 is now an adult so uh naya can do the math on that because she's our math <laughs> specialist uh vanessa um steam therapist just for you you get to pick them what do they look like
0: um i feel like i would probably go like the youngest 26 ish yeah like 35 okay I feel like that's yeah um, I'd want them to have, like, how Naya said, a very, like, you could joke around with them. Like, they won't take things too serious. Um, yeah, I
2: think so. It's interesting. Yeah. So when we get to the age thing, they probably shouldn't jump off a cliff just because they turned 40. No. But what I'm getting is, what I'm getting is that you guys want somebody around your age, and there's probably going to be counseling people around their age, at, at those times too. It might be similar when you're 40, you might want somebody who's, you know, between 30 and 60 or something like that. It might change a little bit. Um, so so can you tell me a little bit more? So we talked about age demographics. Can you tell me a little bit more about what they look like? Um,
0: I feel like a person of color. Yep. But I honestly, I don't care either. Yep. As long as like, I feel like they would understand or like try to. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, is religious a plus? No. Not a plus. Mm-hmm um okay man or woman
0: um i feel like oh girl but like i wouldn't care as much.
2: girl but it's not that important
0: yeah
2: uh give me one value um i don't i feel like i agree with them
0: too something stuff that i like or
2: i'm interested in i'm gonna turn this back over to genevieve in just a second but can you guys give me three more values or personality traits that our hypothetical person would have
3: a people's person like someone that's just good with people
2: somebody who's good with
6: people a people person you wouldn't want that someone that thinks technology isn't the problem that we're like isn't
2: or the cause of the problem it's
3: It's that phone phone. that's why you
2: phone. and and it's your video games that are making
6: people crazy and honestly
4: video games have been helping me
6: Yeah, they actually have a more positive impact
3: than. I mean, they do. Depending on the game you're playing, like let's say a Call of Duty-like game, first-person shooter, it helps with hand-eye coordination. Yeah, that because I mean,
7: sir, it's proven that surgeons play video games on an often basis because it improves with their hand-eye coordination.
2: One of the I that makes a lot of sense. One of the greatest principles that I work with talks about um the the yonder pouches that you have to put your phones in when you go into school and they lock up your phones for the day. And, uh, this principle is a great principle, and it's literally the only thing that I've disagreed with them on the years of working with them. But I also know that that's picking up. I saw articles that other districts are looking at that now. So yonder pouches are coming school soon to a school near you, if not your school, which means you'd be locking up your school. And what this means to me, because their argument is that you get distracted by your phone, and we've all been distracted by our phone. What this means to me is that your educator, your teacher, the teacher that's in your room is incapable of,
3: holding
2: your attention? of te- right of, of teaching you probably of holding your attention because if you have all of the answers why are they teaching you about pythagorean theorem when you can find the answer on your phone way faster than you will be so unless we have a digital apocalypse we should be teaching pe- people how to find solutions on their phone right so that's one of my things it's the only thing i disagree with them but of course i'm steambox, science technology engineering arts math genevieve um what is what is perfect for your imaginary counselor whether or not you already have one if you could make one and i can as your genie grant you three wishes about them uh what would that look like and what would that be like tell me what they would look like and what values they would have
0: i i think um, a lot of you said what i would say Uh, ideally a woman of color um preferably um, black or latinx um I think a first or second generation American, um, somebody who understands like coming from an immigrant background or having immigrant parents, um, maybe first or second generation uh, college students um, and then just somebody who would tell me I'm right when I need to hear it and then give like be a hard ass with me when I need it as well. Honesty. So I think that I am a person who I just like a lot of you mentioned like I want to talk things out just to say like somebody to tell me I'm right and like I'm valid in feeling these things but then I don't want necessarily a lot of problem solving just because I could probably solve the problem myself. I just need to talk it out um but I also need somebody to tell me, like, you know, you're wrong for for um, for whatever X, Y, or Z. You know, this maybe you should think about it in this other perspective or this other way. So.
2: Naya, what part resonated with you?
1: The honesty part.
2: So it's important to you that your counselor is honest. Is anybody would anybody have a hard time if your counselor gave you a hard truth about yourself? Would anybody have a hard time with that? Kind
0: of. Probably. Yeah, like that.
2: one. So some of us, almost almost half of us feel like maybe maybe they would struggle with the hard truths. How would you prefer to hear a hard truth?
6: I, I, I Like I said, just one, but I don't care if, like, you're being truthful with me. Uh, the one thing I really do have a problem with is, like, because I hear it from a mom when she tries to say, like, I'm always trying to be a problem solver, I guess, way, but, like, coming from her, it's kind of stupid because, like... <laughs> my sister is a problem child. Like the biggest problem she, my mom calls her the devil incarnate. And, you know, it's one of those things where like my mom was the devil incarnate to my grandmother. So like, it's like a, she cursed her into having a bad child. So that's of thing. But I'm always trying to make sure like they don't argue all the time, you know? Cause like, I mean, half the time I don't, I just want to tell my room, play my game. I don't want to be interrupted by an argument that's happened between my sister and my mom. So like, that's one of the things, but I, I guess to like a certain extent, I, I feel, I understand where they're coming from, but like, it's not, they're not the right person to say it. You know, it's like that. And other than that, I really don't care what what you're truthful about.
2: If there's something about you that really needs to change, and uh, it's a hard truth, but hearing it is too hard. Hearing it is repulsive. Hearing somebody tell me that I need to stop eating Ben and Jerry's all the time, uh, is like hell no. I love Ben and Jerry's. F you. Mind your business. Yeah. Uh, how does somebody give you a hard truth because you expressed that you might struggle with that too?
5: It depends on what it is. Like some, like um, if it's something I already know, like you just you can just tell me straight up because I know about it. But like some things, I guess, like if it were a more sensitive topic, I guess like tread around it carefully and like probably should have sugarcoat it a bit. Until like you uh, mention it a second time, and maybe the second time not sugarcoat it. So,
3: yeah. Good. I cannot deal with sugarcoating because as I am as a person, I'm brutally honest. Like if my friends do something wrong, I am telling them that they do something wrong. So I expect the same thing for me. So if someone tries to sugarcoat, I'm just gonna get annoyed and say get to the point or something. I'm gonna be aggressive for no reason. But if someone's brutally honest, then I feel like it would hurt me more. But that's good because it would also help me do better. Adam, uh, go ahead.
1: Hmm? Go ahead.
3: So if someone told me like the hard truth, right?
4: I'll bring out that like voice in my head I was talking about earlier. That thing, but just like say, like, oh, don't worry about listen to him. He's lying. Just like he's trying to like, he's like out to get you or something. Wow. That's like that's, that's how you reject mind, it. That's how my mind rejects it. It just, just oh, rejects rejects oh, and oh, I just believe head. into
2: it. It's interesting to me that the way you expressed hearing voices in your head. Kind of thing. Um, I know that I know that I'm an asshole about hard truths, but I know that I also internalize it. I know that I hear it. I know that I I take it. I know that I take it in. But I probably don't act like I'm taking in on it. I probably do a clap back or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh so that's interesting. Uh hard truth is that Spider-Man 3 really sucks. And yeah. <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> it's hard it it's the, it's the worst. It it is. Hard truth is you uh, talk about headers way too much. Uh, I'm gonna bring this. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back to Genevieve uh for final thoughts on um on seeking counseling itself. Anything that she wants to say about seeking counseling, but first I'd like for you to clear your hands, put anything that you have in your hands on the desk just for a moment. Uh, I want you to put your arms out like this. And now I, I want you to take your hands and I want you to take your hands and make them so that they face outward like this. I'm not grabbing someone's hand. <laughs> I'm not asking you to grab someone's hand, although I'm very curious as to why you're scared about it. I don't know where the hands I'm going to ask you to, uh, to cross your arms. Grab your own hands. Okay. Cl- clasp your hands. And now I'm going to ask you to invert it and pull your arms in Okay. Uh, now i want you to hold your arms very close to your chest like a a cold night you're holding your blanket okay hold it very close all right i'm going to ask you to close your eyes uh i understand that some of you are going to have trust issues and not want to close your eyes and that's okay too and i'm going to ask you to repeat after me only one time i relax i I do my best i do Do my best best. the world is
5: mine
2: the world is mine (laughs) Alright, you can stop. <laughs> I don't
3: know what that was for.
5: <laughs> Keith,
2: Keith says, Keith says, I don't know what that was for. It is cringy. It's especially cringy doing this in front of people. <laughs> but I know because I just was looking for a therapist. I know how hard it is to access a therapist, even if they matched, even if you found somebody to match all your needs. It's so hard to book because we're at such a mental crisis right now. The whole world needs therapy right now because of the mass shootings. Because people who look like us turn on the TV and see babies who look like us in cages. Because of global warming and we wonder about what the next generation is going to look like. Because our homework is too hard. Because our dad's an asshole, abusive piece of shit. Because uh, any reason that might pertain to you. What I'm telling you is therapy is not easy to get into. Even if you can find your perfect therapist, sometimes you might need solutions just for you, and I'm happy to have people on the podcast who've been able to help us. Uh, a lot of times they talk about um, they talk about closing your eyes and thinking about five things that you can uh, taste, five things that you can smell, five things that you can see when you open your eyes, five things that you can touch. And by doing that, that helps you focus, that helps you ground yourself. The activity that I just did, it's definitely cringy in a well-lit room like this with other teenagers, Uh, who go to school with us, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, if you do that and you repeat that to yourself, it's another grounding exercise because the more you tell yourself that you relax is the more that you can start to believe that you're relaxed. The more you can tell yourself that uh, the world is yours, the more you can believe the world is yours. But most importantly, the more you tell yourself that you're doing your best is the more that you can forgive yourself on days where you don't feel like you've done your best. And that's one of the activities and I at least wanted to give it to you. I understand that it's cringy. I try to warn people for that stuff. I know that, but just know that you have that. Know that the world has that, what we just talked about right now. It's just one simple activity. I'm not a therapist, um, but I know that getting therapy is not easy. And I do highly recommend it uh, when you don't need it the most. Not when you need it the most, it's too late then. It's never too late, but I mean, it, you might have already, you know, been past the point of you've, you've caused some damage. What I'm suggesting is not to not get therapy then. What I'm suggesting is uh, to get involved as soon as it's on your radar. Uh, there's a lot of us in our culture that we talked about uh, who feel like it's it's wrong as a man, as a young man to even want it. And I can't even speak for the ladies in the room. So I just want to point out uh that it's there, that it's possible, take advantage of it if you can. Uh, Genevieve dedicated uh, a lot of her learning to it. What do you have to say? Uh, And where can we find joy?
0: um so my tip, my like advice is first of all for those of you who um choose to go to college um that is free they offer free therapy and that percent of the time go to see the therapist there um or anyway in your schools as well I know they're not the best and not the greatest but um anywhere where you can safely find uh someone to talk to is is better than nothing I always say um it's okay to break up with your therapist I've had to learn that myself when looking for one it's not easy to find but when you find one and realize like oh I might not mesh well with this person or they might not have the same style that I wanted um like my therapy to go because it is essentially about you all Um, it's okay to break up with them um, and find find somewhere else that's a better fit. Um never stop thinking about uh your own wellness, your own well-being, what works for you. At the end of the day, I always say other people aren't gonna pay your bills, other people aren't gonna live your life, they're not gonna sleep in your bed and you know, live in your brain. So um protect your peace um and do what's best for you at the end of the day. Um yeah. Uh, find joy in the little moments, be present. Like we said, like, just hold yourself for a sec um, because it's tough out there and, you know, just find a space to be.
2: Thank you one more time to Owl Labs uh, for giving us Shiva, our meeting owl, uh, to record these uh, events. Thank you, Hasbro, for the prizes that our students got today. Uh, Thank you, Children's Youth Cabinet, for funding this opportunity. Uh, Thank you, Genevieve. For joining us, uh, and everybody else who joined us over the past few weeks. Uh, but thank you, Warriors from Central Falls. Uh, you are the stars of the show, and thank you, World, for listening to Joyful Rebellion Season Two. Uh, season One was the honor of my life, and I feel like Season Two was really strong as well. So uh, I want to thank all of you, Warriors, one more time. And Warriors, please say peace out to the world.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.
7: See you next year. See you next year. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>